Hello and welcome to yet another episode of I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast featuring the open-minded musings of two early 40s curmudgeons staring down the prospect of entertainment irrelevance. I'm your co-host, Mr. Bill Scurry, late of American Caesar Enterprises, currently of American Caesar Enterprises, uh, and I am joined as always... By, I thought you were going to give me a buy. You're not getting a buy. By Noah Tarno of the Big Quiz Thing, BigQuizThing.com, the trivia game show spectacular. Bill, this is not just any other episode of I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my long cast. This is a special episode. Why? What is different about this episode of our podcast from all the other nights? That's a good question. This, other nights, we eat either reclining <laughs> or sitting. Here's one, th- I don't know if you understand this, Bill. I know you've been at this point. Having married a Jew, you've been to your share of Passover Seders. But one thing I don't get is, uh, so at Passover Seders, we always had the four questions. Why is this night different from other nights? And some of them are funny from a modern perspective. One of them is like, other nights we eat leavened bread or a matzah. Tonight, we only eat matzah. And like, no one ever eats matzah when it's not Passover. But the weirdest one is like, other nights we eat sitting up. Tonight, we eat reclining. And I have like literally never been to a Seder where anyone reclines. So I don't understand that. Like, what are we talking about? That's a good question. Anyway, this is not the... We're going to look at Jewish holidays next episode. There's a newfangled 4,000-year... <laughs> I don't even know. 5,000-year-old Jewish holidays. Um, no, this episode is our 50th episode. 50 continuous, uninterrupted weeks yeah. of not pure... Really. Not really. Of pure audio excellence delivered straight into your cochlea. The likes of which, not since the days of Edward R. Morrow, has there yeah, been... The, the whole country... Yeah, Anne Morrow. The country has been waiting... Anne Murray, yeah. Anne Murray, not since Edward R. Anne Murray. <laughs> has everyone been waiting with bated breath every week to see what our thoughts on uh, Gogurt yeah. is? And we we finally have yeah. a, a venue for this. And 50 episodes, man. Maybe three of those yeah. were like really, really good. And the rest was like us just using this as an excuse <laughs> to talk to each other. I, I will say, Bill, I, I want to make it clear to everyone that Bill does not just the lion's share of the work on this show, like the lions and the tigers and the ocelot share of the work on this show. So thank you, Bill. Hey. Uh, it was my idea, but you do most of the work. It so was actually you deserve more credit than me. But yeah. it was your concept. It was actually not just your idea, but it was your yeah. con- it was your conception. I believe you designed it. I, I think big picture wise, I executed the. Um, I execute the, uh, the 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 structure of it, but the design of it and the conception was luckily a big picture man like yourself was able to come up with something that was uh, larger than I could have conceived. So I thank you for that, my friend. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm a big picture man. Uh, yeah, 50 episodes in, and uh, our number of listeners has probably doubled. Yeah, from, you know, eight to 16. So <laughs> we have 16s of people listening every week. <laughs> <laughs> Tens of people. <laughs> Twos of people. Listen. <laughs> nah, but we love you. It makes it intimate. It makes it nice. So, yeah. So, those of you who don't know, just joining us for this special anniversary episode, because I'm sure it's going to get uh, way more press. Uh, we pick a topic that, quote unquote, the youngsters are into. Youngsters being either, you know, young adults, people in their 20s. Uh, or even just children in some cases, and we take a look at it. We talk about whether we like it, whether we dislike it, whether we think of it, uh, whether it's a sign of doom for our society, or whether it's uh, a positive sign for the future of humanity. And uh, this week, 
Uh, this is your suggestion, so uh, why don't you tell us what we're talking about this week, Billy? Okay, this one is Twitch. Twitch.tv. 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 Go with us here, uh, gentle listener, because yeah. we have brushed up on these environs before. We have been intrepid pilgrims in this uh, in this forbidden country a few times in a few other shows, but we're getting into something a little different. So Twitch, as you, you may or may not know, is actually a live video streaming platform owned by, you guessed it, Twitch Interactive, which is now Amazon. Amazon. Amazon, the gigantic yeah. Googleplex of a uh, uh, monster owns them. And Amazon, I think. <laughs> it's the it's the Googleplex. It's the Appleplex. Of, that's confusing. Anyway, so it's, it was introduced in 2011 as a spinoff of something called Justin.tv, which was a whole lot of other streaming stuff. And and Twitch was designed pretty much for games and live sporting events to be played online. It, it's just a website in which you go to live stream things. Either you as a client broadcaster or as a viewer it's window and window you have the gameplay and or live event in one place you have a java chat window on the right side uh, and there's all sorts of other plusable things including emoticons and there's almost like a live mm-hmm. chit system where people could like tip in a hat as you go along there's a way to do microtransactions oh. as you go it was creative content uh real live streams music sports pretty much just became video games though we're pretty much talking about a video game platform now yeah to be clear you're not playing video games yeah i mean unless you're a broadcaster the average person who goes to twitch.tv you don't go there to play games you go there to watch people play games this is what's fucked up about it right it's like uh, we keep talk- <laughs> this is what's fucked up about this it. Is, well, all right, so f- bear with me here in terms of quantities, right? Sorry, I think, no, go ahead, go ahead. Go I ahead. think the latest telemetry I read was as of, as of February of this year. They measured what you have almost daily is 2 million broadcasts. That's individual yeah. citizen-client broadcasts and 15 million daily viewers. The average viewer watches for two hours a day. Two hours a day. And demographically yeah. speaking, 80% male audience. Uh, which that um, yeah that doesn't surprise anybody. But it's not the video games. It's not the browser. It's not. It's it's simply a website. We're talking about the website, the facilitation of v- streaming video games, either from you as the guy playing them, broadcasting your Joe Schmo stream, or the big go- the big dogs, the Tyler Blevins, the guy, the so-called ninja of the world, who is the highest paid celebrity who does this, uh, broadcasting. G- grasp with me here. Which we're talking. I mean, not talking to you. Know I'm talking about. The- talking to the listeners it's like we're talking about a completely unique biosphere of content like people were talking about for years about oh youtube is the biggest ca- you know youtube is essentially coming in and bigfooting cable tv network tv and it's like that may be true uh, because and youtube has all sorts of different things that you can find on it it's got stupid silly videos of people getting hit in the nuts with with uh, footballs it's got some decent episodic contents it's got nerd channels it's got webmd it's got people popping cysts you know like everyone knows what youtube offers oh come on oh those are very popular but we'll, we'll get that's a couple episodes from now we'll, we'll do the cyst <laughs> channels later no we won't no but, you're but, getting you're having a guest co-host for that <laughs> but but twitch is just this thing that exists on its own proprietary website it's not it's not affiliated with youtube you know it's not affiliated with facebook 
Facebook. It's yeah. not a, it's not affiliated with any it's of these. It's affiliated other- with Amazon, though. It's affiliated it, it, with Amazon. But it's not like it, it has nothing to do with going to the Amazon.com webpage. It's owned by Amazon. It's a subsidiary of it. I'm setting the table here for a weird conversation because to, to understand, I mean, I could just tell you these things, and like that's what I thought it was before I started researching this a few days ago, uh, understanding peripherally what Twitch was. And uh, when we were talking about video game play, no, when we were talking about Fortnite, that's what it was. A couple episodes ago, we were discussing yeah. Fortnite, which right now is kind of the preeminent thing. That's the preeminent yeah. monster on Twitch is the, the Twitch. Bro- yeah. Yeah, is the broadcasting of Fortnite. We bumped into the, that was the first time we came, and again, we're not talking about the game Fortnite, although that's a big component of it. We're just talking about the culture of 2 million broadcasters a day and 15 million active daily users a day. What is going on here? Noah Tarnow, please explain this to me. There's a famous quote, and I can't remember who said it, and I'm sure I'm mangling it. Some cultural critic in the late 1940s predicted that TV would fail in America because the average American is too busy to watch TV. He works all day, he spends time with his family, he has social hobbies, you know, community stuff. There was a rejoinder to that. Sometime later, someone said no one realized that the average American would make time to watch TV. And I think we're seeing a similar phenomenon now. I'm glad you brought up something that I want to bring up, uh, maybe in a slightly different way, is that we did talk about Fortnite. We also had an episode about video game, you know, watching people play video games and we were kind of puzzled by that so i think it's very important here to draw this distinction between content and form uh if we were talking about content here you said this the vast majority of twitch of stuff on twitch is watching video game playthroughs right that's content i think that i still don't get that i think that's ridiculous if we want to talk about form it's something more than that it's twitch something i'm sure you understand like in the history of comic books right people often criticize comic books as a medium but they really weren't talking about the medium of comic books they were talking about superheroes because for whatever reason there are reasons but we don't need to get into that superheroes have become the dominant genre within the form of comics but comics is just a medium like movies like tv like opera let's separate content and form so if we're talking form we're talking about Twitch. And I actually think, while I hate watching people play video games and think there's an endless amount of problems with that, I think Twitch as a website is a good idea. I think it's well-designed. I think it functions really well. There's just nothing on it I want to watch. I give them credit because they seem to be making a conscious effort to change that. And it seems to me like the guys in the meeting rooms of Twitch are saying, all right, how do we get beyond the nerds watching video game playthroughs, right? So they're starting to stream some concerts. They, for, I don't know why, but last year, like to honor Mr. Rogers' 90th birthday, I mean, he was dead, so what would have been his 90th birthday, they had a marathon of old Mr. Rogers' episodes they seem to be making a conscious effort to go beyond the live streaming of video games and have pre-tape video uh, pre-tape videos and games that aren't just broy video games and, and events and stuff like that so i admire that on the other hand they might be having a problem that i think facebook has had a lot of big platforms have had which is you're good at one thing you want to dominate everything Mm-hmm. There was a period where Facebook was saying, we want people to watch movies on Facebook. And like, well, why do you need to do that, man? Like, stay in your lane. I do detect a note of like, hey, we want everything to be on Twitch. And that just kind of seems like unnecessary. People want to watch stuff online, want to watch videos online, want to watch videos as they happen live. That's great. And Twitch seems to have worked out a good way to do that. They are just so mired in this one form of entertainment, which... Not only do I not find appealing at all, but, you know, you brought up Ninja, Tyler Durden. Uh, I find him to be... I mean, what did I text you? He is the he is the sorriest excuse for a celebrity I've ever seen. He's, He's awful. Uh, for so many reasons. I mean, he has no star power. 
He can't communicate clearly. He makes no effort at quality. He lives in a he lives in a windowless basement, and he just broadcasts yeah. video games. It, it completely charisma free, and, and it's so opaque. I mean, someone who doesn't know Fortnite or whatever game he's playing doesn't know video games. It's it might as well be in in Hindu because Hindustani. Sorry, the language because like I have no idea what's going on. He makes no effort to appeal to anyone but the insular video game crowd. And look, maybe he doesn't need to. There's mm-hmm. enough people that he makes five hundred thousand dollars a month. Why does he need to appeal to people? I guess he doesn't, but I think that's a sad sign for our culture when someone with so little appreciable talent and someone who makes so little effort to polish his act. And I know this sounds get off my lawn There's no effort to polish your act or to reach out to different audiences. Hulu and Netflix certainly make that effort. Even when you don't like shows, there's a lot of effort put into that stuff and a lot of striving for quality twitch as a platform is fine i just i want to see them do something with it beyond this garbage look i'm glad i think that's a great point i don't think i quite punched through because i think twitch is even though it is just a platform it's so enmeshed with the content with the media with the form and the and the and the substance that you kind of can't they're inextricable from one another because first of all the people Mm -hmm. who invented twitch have gotten richer beyond their wildest dreams you might say the republicans might call twitch job creators here noah because the amount of money tied Tyler Durden has made uh, with all this game playing out of his basement, out of his, his windowless, airless basement, which, of course, he's down there saying the N-word. Let's not forget about yeah. that. Yeah, uh, No, he only said that once. I hate to bring this into it, but, like, he's like the president. He's just even I told you, like, there are many things I don't like about our president. But even if he, like, supported every policy I liked, like, he just does it in such a cliche, unimaginative way. There's nothing imaginative about this guy. When I was texting you earlier today, I said, I think at least he seems aware that he's unexceptional. He The bones, the bones <laughs> of the matter... The bones of the matter yeah. is that he is How a- much of that $500,000 does he give to charity? How, how does he use his celebrityhood to help the world? If he really were had some humility, I mean, maybe he realizes he's unexceptional and goes, aha, I pulled a fast one on the world and he's a scumbag. But if he really had humility, he would use this for something better. And he... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he does a ton of volunteer work. So no, I'm talking he's also he's also he's a tw- like he's a 25 year old child too. So you know yeah, he's still a young yeah. guy caught up in the throes of all this bullshit. But uh, you know, right? Who knows how much money he gives to charity? I'm guessing not a whole lot. But that's kind of that's kind of accessory to the point. I think that he quite literally was just a guy. He's doing the same thing a year ago that he's doing today. It's just that what he does has been uh, judged to be more valuable financially than it was. He, I don't think he's changed. Where is most of your income coming from and how important is Twitch becoming in this gaming ecosystem? Right. Uh, a lot of the income is definitely coming from the Amazon and like Twitch Prime subscribers. Uh, we also just hit 5 million subscribers on YouTube as well. And uh, Instagram just hit over a million followers and I'm almost there on Twitter. And just the, the combination of all of those things is really where the, I mean, just the collective revenues is coming from. So Bill, why do you think Twitch has attracted not only let's 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 parse this to two ways. Not only so many people who want to watch it every day for two hours a day, but so many thousands of people, whatever number you cited, who want to broadcast on it. Well, the playing of video games has somehow taken on a cachet. It's the, the, it was the Atari, the ColecoVision, the stand-up Donkey Kong were all enormously popular back in the day. I mean, hell, there were movies, Joysticks, and King of Kong, and The Master. Video games have been popular for a while, I guess, and they've been popular to the point of fanatic, and they haven't really relinquished yeah. their hold on uh, American culture since 
it started. That part hasn't changed. It's just that it was always thought of as valueless. It was thought of as empty calories. It was thought of as cotton candy. That's the American way. Anything that's popular enough gets monetized and turned into an industry and turned into big money. There's a difference between industry, big money, monotonized, and the cultural sense of, and now this has been judged to be important. You, no, you mean monetized, but monotonized is... Uh, monotonized is, is a good one. Just as, yeah. This is popular because video games now have this... This is I'm going to, again, date myself here. When I first started hearing about, like, for instance, the X games and thinking, okay, uh, I get that a guy on a BMX bicycle going up half pipe tubes is, you know, effortful. It's strenuous. It's skilled. No, you got to be a huge athlete to do that stuff. I, I give them a ton of credit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then we, but then it was like the cachet in American culture of a Sean White, the cachet of a Tony Hawk, of a Laird, was it a guy, Laird Hamilton, the, the surfer. Like those guys all of a sudden weren't just, people weren't looking like a Jean-Claude Claude Keeley and Nadia Comaneci as the the mold of an athlete, right? And people didn't dispute how tough it was for Mark Spitz to be the kind of guy he was as an Olympic swimmer. You know, after a while, the envelope gets bigger and bigger, and you are including a guy like, you know, I, how can Sean White run a mile in, in less than 15 minutes? Like, I, I don't know. I know that he's not exactly the most physical fit specimen. He's not Michael Phelps, but yet he's probably paid more than Michael Phelps because he does this one specific thing that people say, this is now important. And you to not be important, but now it has this cachet. Sean White's what a snowboarder? I know yeah. he's just some Winter Olympics guy. Yes, snowboarder. Okay, but that's but that's always. I don't think anyone disputes that snowboarding is a physical activity. I'm not even like I said. I'm not even downgrading. I'm just saying at one point we looked right. at it as it was the it was the grist of like hot dog the movie. It was something that drunk <laughs> stoned beach bums did while they weren't at the beach. There was no cultural importance affixed to the same thing with video right. games. Well, it, but it was new. Look, ultimate frisbees entering the Olympics because it was new. It was created in the 60s. Yeah, sure. Right? And that's that. That takes. I'm sure people used to laugh at baseball is not a real sport. So on one hand hand, people are being told that video games have no value, right? That they're actually asocial and a a detriment to your actual health. And then on the other hand, people can get rich playing them. And so why would you not say, hey, you know what? I'm j- maybe I'm not as good as Ninja. Maybe I'm not as good as Tyler Blevins, but somehow I could start with a small little brand. It's almost like starting your own crypto coin. It's not as worth as much as the big guys, but maybe someday you can get there and you can somehow augment your income or be part of a bigger social scene by monetizing this thing or by just jumping into a bigger auspice. That I like to play video games and now playing video games is enough to get fucking wealthy beyond your wildest dreams with. Typical American uh, self-deception and wish fulfillment. Well, that's that's there's an American dream to that, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, why is it popular? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the dream, right? I'm going to get rich doing the ridiculous thing that I do for fun. Why is Twitch big and why are watching video games big? I mean, we already talked about watching video games. I have very little nice to say about why watching other people play video games is popular. I have only awful things to say about that. I think Twitch makes a good product. Again, I wish they were selling something I wanted, but I think its functionality is good. They just need to diversify hardcore and maybe, maybe cultivate a better grade of celebrity than Tyler, whatever the hell is. Tyler, Taylor, Tuller. This is what people want. People want to watch videos constantly and Twitch has found an effective way to do that. So that's the only reason it's popular. And then of course it's owned by Amazon and Amazon is one of our overlords. So they'll shove any crap down our throat and we'll like it. You're trying to become a streamer and after three years I only have around 
6,000 followers after three years. Active five days a week, seven hour streams, doing multiple different things to try and stand out. And after three years, and after three years of streaming full time, I had a lot of good times, but at the end of the day, bro, it's it's like, you, you, some people just don't make it, bro. Some people just don't make it. Some people just don't just don't get there, man. Noah, if you were born with controller in hand and Wi-Fi password in your pocket, is this the kind of thing you would have enjoyed as a child? I don't think so because the golden age of video games, I think they call it, the early 80s, Pac-Man, all that. I was excited by that. And even though I liked video games, I wasn't the video game kid. I think I've told this story before. I almost made a conscious decision when I was in eighth grade, like, am I going to be a video game guy or a music guy? And I decided to be a music guy. But I don't think so. I think I'm enough of a performer and a showman. Almost any alternate version of me would put value on performance and rehearsal and talent and skill and showmanship, star power that I would dismiss these people as shabby and uninteresting. I might like Twitch, but again, I'm curious to see what you will find on Twitch in five years. I would uh, I'd make an addenda to your, a codicil, if you will, to your argument there about how Good I work. almost feel like young Noah Tarnow, if given the means of production, to quote the Communist Manifesto, if the ability to broadcast something else, to, to put your personality out with a bullhorn, had been given to you, and granted, now it's a lot easier to do than it ever was. Like, I think the most we had when we were kids was a VHS camcorder and or a cassette tape recorder. Young Noah in particular would have co-opted the tools of Twitch to be an, another, just another way to express yourself. I don't think that you're the video game guy, but I could see getting interested in video games if it gave you another chance to, to corral an audience. No, you're right and you're wrong. You're right I would have looked to broadcast myself. I wouldn't have done Twitch. I would have done YouTube because probably. I wouldn't have seen video games as the way to do it. I probably, if I were a kid now, I would probably have like a talk show or, or my own comedy show on YouTube. My answer is short is that I wouldn't have been a broadcaster. I probably would be a watcher because I would have thought this is a way to get closer to the culture of video games, which which I was more into, but not fanatically so, and certainly wasn't going to spend money to do it, wasn't looking to make money, but I just would have been nearer to it. So I think my answer is kind of vanilla. I don't really have much to say about it. Is this a sign of Armageddon? Oh boy, this is a tough one, no, and I'll tell you why. I felt like I really got scared looking at the chat windows. Now I know that that <laughs> never I'm read serious. the comments, man. I know, never, never read, the, read comments. the comments. I texted you. I sent you this little screen cap yesterday. Uh, oh, I think, yeah, and, oh. and it's like there's one guy named CR One P Seven. He says fuck off. Day V I D says sure. Yeah, fuck you, Todd. Raffus Zero help yeah. help. D no. D colon. And then my favorite part is that this happens all the time. Kill this fag gag 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 gag. There's a lot of yeah, G's at yeah. the end. Fag gag 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 fag with there's, twelve G's. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on man and i mean it's like you're yeah. talking about an unregulated sewer this is this is like 4chan the life yeah. these are the people spending money these are the people making money and i just i just i had trouble reconciling yes i, I want to separate the the form from the content but amazon is making money over these kids who are just yelling fag all day that's what they're doing man that's hard to yeah. and th th there can be no regulation of that there can be no they're not going to do a goddamn thing about it shut down the chat window they can regulate shut that the shut window. down the chat window yeah, fuck it. You fucking moderate it. that shit. 
seriously, it's like have people oh, go in there. Don't even moderate like, it. Ha- Shut it down. Well, it would because that's how you get in contact with Tyler Durden. The, Tyler Durden is playing, and if Tyler you read Durden, your Tyler name, Tyler Blevins, Tyler Blevins, you know, I'm, I'm in. I'm going. I'm going for it. I'm saying if he's in there playing Fortnite for after after hour six of playing Fortnite, and he reads your name <laughs> off as is, yeah, okay, there, yeah, yeah, kill the faggagagagags. Then it's like you're gonna feel like Cinderella was just given the golden slipper by Prince Charming. Oh. Like, oh my God, Tyler Blevins read my name off. It's celebrity. As I, I touch greatness for this one six second period of time where he acknowledged <laughs> my existence. Touch the hem so, of God. Go on. What about you? Yeah. What do you think? Is no, you think I, it's an apocalypse I, or not? I agree with everything he said. You know, that this it's sewage and the sewage is sad and we have a crisis of masculinity in this country. I'm not kidding. We really do. Man. Uh, I agree with you. It's hard to set. You know, the forum of, of Twitter is uh, Twitter. Twitch is fine. You know, video is the way to go. If you could deliver it more effectively, good on you. I watch videos online. But yeah, it's hard to separate from watching people play video games and the success of someone like John Tyler or whatever his name is, is really a sign of the Armageddon. The fact that there is no premium put on... I will give him credit that he's talented at playing Fortnite or whatever he plays. There is no premium put on clarity, practice, polishing something, communication. It was very interesting. You sent me that link to an article in Forbes online... And, in, you know, explaining Twitch. We, we talked to Tyler Blevins, and he explained Twitch to us. It's like LeBron James explaining basketball. And I don't know. Forbes used to be a good magazine. I haven't read it in a million years. But, man, this writer was bad. And it's like, it's yeah. again, it's like the Orange Goblin. It's like, man, being smart and working hard at something is uncool. I'm raw, and I'm unvarnished, and my basement looks like a like a crap hole, and that's the way people like it. I, I, I put so much premium on an effort. And I'm not going to say that the people who make video game, who play video games on um, Twitch aren't good at them, but they're not putting any effort into it. And it's really sad. And if this is what passes for celebrities in our culture, it really doesn't say a lot about the quality of our culture. And it doesn't say a lot about our future because we're going to more and more look up to and put our trust in people who don't know how to work hard and don't know how to mm-hmm. listen and don't know how to think and don't know how to go from idea A to idea B to idea C. They just take idea A and throw it out there for public consumption. I got bad news for you. We're already living there. Like that, th- that, That's not an eventuality. That's where we are today. But in civics, I'm talking about in society, we are beyond the point oh, of yeah. there being a, a critical eye. You no longer have a functioning uh, media apparatus that investigates things that sort of spurs it to excellence. No. And you no longer have shame as a driving no. factor in people's behavior. Now, no. the lanes are so narrow and at the same time, they're yeah. so high that something that is yeah. as big as this could exist to such a voluble degree. And we could literally not know anything about it until we start doing yeah. that. The lanes yeah. are so part- partitioned that we could exist in a little furrow and just yeah. not be aware of these towering skyscrapers yep. above us. How is that even possible? That, we just have no I, view it's of something impossible. that's so enormous. In the 1960s, 60s, 70s, maybe even 80s, it would probably 80s, it would literally be impossible for someone to make $500,000 a month or whatever the equivalent was at the time in entertainment and not be a household name. I've been waiting my life for this moment. I'm going to give you the show of your lifetime, my dude. Mr. Beast, you want content? I want some content. Let's finish this off, Noah. Let's just ask the gutting question. Is your dislike somehow based in jealousy? Yes, for two reasons. The obvious reason, which I've brought up on the show many times, whenever we talk about something I don't like, is yes, 
I'm an entertainer of, of a type and I'm jealous of people who make more money than me and get more attention than me, but I assess don't have as much talent, don't more particularly don't work as hard as I do. So yes, I'm jealous of the Twitch stars and maybe Twitch as a platform having ascended to a place that I have trouble ascending to. I mean, I don't know, maybe the engineers behind Twitch have worked 10 times harder than I've ever worked, so I give them credit. But maybe more interestingly, I am jealous of the fact that Twitch in general and these guys, they don't need to explain anything. He can make half a million dollars a year and have tens of thousands of fans without speaking clearly, without giving a glossary to his terminology. He can double down, triple down, quadruple down on the same narrow lane that you talk about, the narrow lane of nerds, and still become a success. I cannot do that. So my company, those who don't know, we do uh, quiz shows for corporate and private events. And one thing we spend a lot of time doing is hand-holding clients. And anyone in event services does that. I think we particularly have to spend time doing that because so many people inquire who don't understand what we do. Tyler Blemons mm -hmm. doesn't need to be understandable to anyone who is different from him. And that makes his job a lot easier. And I would say that makes Twitch's job a lot easier. At least at this point, they don't need to figure out how are we going to be usable to a, a guy or a woman who doesn't spend a lot of time watching videos on the internet. I got a friend who twitches. Uh, my friend Zach Kuntz, who's an occasional listener. <laughs> I bet show. you do he's have a friend who twitches. The, yeah. Sorry. Uh, he's one half of the Oral Knots, uh, good friends of mine, really creative guys who are superlative at what they do. Um, they make a lot of uh, parody videos and do a lot of online content for YouTube. Anyway, Zach has a very easy charisma to him. He's got hours and hours of time in the recording booth. He's got a very honed voice at what he does. And his main thing is making content uh, at a very high level. Very smooth crisp uh, sharp stuff that is uh, whip smart right. and so he he runs a twitch channel he does it when he feels the mood strikes him if he's in the afternoon he'll put in an hour or two playing Fortnite or something like that and because it's him i will uh, tune in just because i i I follow Zach's charisma. Like, spending time with him and his voice means something more than watching Fortnite. You know, like, I caught myself doing this. Like, with the link, you know, came over my email and said, oh, Zach's about to go live. And so I'd click on the window and Twitch would open up and I'd be watching him for 25 minutes, a half hour. I'm like, boy, I just watched this guy play this game I don't like for 25 minutes or a half hour. And it was just based on the fact that I'm following, you know, I know the guy, you know, I'm a big fan of his. I was listening to his charisma and then I thought, oh, man, you know, I... I wish that I somehow had that kind of pull. I wish that, that there was a piece of this that I wanted myself because I understand what was happening. Look, I'm, an, I'm a grown man and I like all the same cultural niches. And yeah, like you, I don't want to explain niche shit to somebody else too. I just want to live in a deep well of cultural, deep cultural references and just like be amongst people who understand the same thing. I'm okay explaining niche shit. I think that's the way the world should work. I'm just jealous that mm -hmm. these guys make, make way more money and don't have to work as hard as me. I saw this as a component of, of my friend Zach's, um, his level of fame, you know, and he would he would tell you the level of fame isn't as big as I would say it is. But, you know, to me, he looks like a rock star online. I liked, made him look just more impressive to me. It made it look like that's a cool, that's a Fonzie thing, man. That's like a guy in a leather jacket <laughs> lighting a match, a quick strike match off the wall, and he plays Fortnite, yeah. and he gets, you know, he gets something like 500, 500 watchers on Fortnite, and it's like, yeah. man, that looks like fun, that looks like charisma. I'd like that same sort of cool if I had the ability to broadcast on something like that so i'll blame zach Coons interesting for this. Uh, anyway well we brought another we brought the historic and historic 50th, 50th. episode yes, you know that's wrong. if only it's every single episode and historic i that's i i Sorry. prefer mine i know it's incorrect but i, right. I like well, and historic wrong. 50 I, and well, show every week should 
should be our 50th episode, Noah. No, we'll be like, uh, it'll be our 49th episode again, because we're afraid of seeming old. So if you want to uh, be the Robin to our Batman, our our co-host, our ward, our faithful sidekick, you can continue to adventure with us in the back annals, I should say, of I Don't Get It. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Although I don't know anyone who's used those services. They do exist. Tweet to us, Noah and Bill Show. And some of you do. We enjoy that. Write to us at Noah and Bill Don't Get It. Visit idontgetitpodcast.com. Give us a review on iTunes, and we will read them. We will we will devote an extra time at the end of an upcoming episode, and we will, we will read them. We will transcribe them with our eyes and put them in our mouths and, and broadcast them verbally at you. My Twitter handle is at William Scurry. And my YouTube channel is at AM Caesar. Noah Tarno, what about you? Bigquizthing.com, private and corporate trivia events nationwide. Um, hopefully more than that soon. I don't want to get into that too much. We're working on something. Working on something. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at Big Quiz Thing. Well, the Big Quiz Thing's on Twitter at Big Quiz Thing and Instagram as well. Facebook, and then I am on Twitter at Noah Tarno. And yeah. And Noah is on Twitch at, uh, at Slim Devil. And I am yes. on Twitch at Lance Mannion. You can watch me play early Atari games. I play Demons and Diamonds. I play Combat. Yars Revenge. Yars Revenge. I play the <laughs> E.T. video game. And I just scream expletives the whole time. Um, I play Pong. <laughs> even in the world of video games. Wouldn't it make sense? There's like, Wouldn't it be funny if some dude were out there playing Atari games? Playing Pitfall? I'm, I'm going to look up Leisure Suit sure, Larry sure on Twitch right now. Leisure Suit Larry. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Leisure Suit Larry. You think so? Well, uh, while he does that, I'm going to end the episode. Yes, that's how it's going to work. So uh, until our 51st episode, everybody, uh, we don't get it. We continue to be baffled. We don't get it. Bye-bye. Production of American Caesar Enterprises 2018.